According to the Rambam, we said it's possible. Even if the Israel tells him to to do it, the Rambam says it doesn't work. However, the Rosh says that it's kosh. If the Yid is if the Yid is standing over him and he's assisting him, it's kosh. So I mean, Gabba, you see, Hagal Rama says he assists him ksas beibuda. again, and then that's how we conclude after what we're up to here right now. The Rama concludes, and this is what we're up to. That's the meaning that the Yid assists the non-Jew a little in this process. On this, the Mishru tells us as follows: Sif Kotin Lamed v'chei Noyegin v'haminig ledivri. Now we'll see what is the minig. What is the minig of the process of of doing this? The yid should first put the oirois into the into the lime, and he do, does his lishma. So step number one is that the yid, the Jew, is putting the hide of the animal into the lime, the shame tefillin. Step number two, la'akum shakol gamkin then the Yid tells the Akum, the non-Jew, that all the rest of the work that's necessary for the tanning process to take place, that the non-Jew should do it, also Lishma, like the Rosh tells us. And then the non-Jew can take out the hide, take out the animal skins, fix it up, finish it. And the Yid does not need to stand over him and assist him any further in the process. So that's what says the Mishmur from Nachroinim has to do, is that first the Yid should start the whole process, put it in, then tell the non-Jew that he's going to do the rest of it, Lushma, and take over for the rest of the process. And the Yid is not necessary, it's not necessary to stand there and do the rest or assist any further. Now, what happens if the yid puts the iris, puts the animal skins into the lime, for the sake of the tefillin? Will he omer klum akum? But he didn't say anything to the akum. He didn't say anything to the nanju. Says the prima godman, you have to know the prima godman is not so comfortable with this this approach. Because he didn't tell the nanju anything. Like, 
Reishayin Alpha is the halachas is kos hilchus ksivas sevet Torah. According to Bishayis, it's kosher. I feel It's kosher even according to the Rambam. However, the Bach answers. The Bach says no, it's not good. Achein lefi divri hanoi de bihudo. According to the noi de bihudo in Simon Kofai in Hay. Ubiure hagoyin maram benet al Mordechai. Saif hilchusevita and. and from what we see from Ramorachai Benet at the end of Hilchel Sevetoyer, Yesh Lohokel B'Diyeved. There is room, brings the Mishnur from the Night Behuda and Ramorachai Benet, there is room to be lenient in such a case where the Yid put the Iris in, the Sid Lishma, but he didn't tell the Nanju to do anything. B'Diyeved, we're saying, it can still be used for, for the filling. Now, the Imsiyo Ha Yisrael Ha'akim Tzaz Basayif Ubezeh Gomer Malecha Sayibud Uloi Omer Ha'akim Klal Shiyat Lishma Bezeh Bevada Yiloi Mahani In the case where the Yisrael assisted the Akum at the end of the tanning process And then they finished making the hides into cloth, but he never told the Akum, he never told the Nanju to do anything the Shmo. In this case, doesn't help to make these cloths kosher to be used for tefillin, because we say here, the Mamish, assisting him at the end of this process and not telling him to do anything the Shmo, assisting is, is irrelevant, doesn't help. What's the case we're talking about? The case we're talking about is where he's a gemar he'ibud. He finished the ibud, the tanning process. He just assisted with the non-Jew. In the case now he's discussing if the Yid finishes up the process of the tanning without the non-Jew's assistance. So the Yid is doing the process at the end. What's the example he's giving? The Yid takes out the, the skins, takes out the animal hides, and then puts it back in. So then the process is finished by the action of who? Of the Yid. He took it out, and he put it back in. Now why did he take it out? He took it out specifically for this purpose, that it should be Nikra al-Shemoy, that he should have some involvement with it. That he should be doing the Shema. Excuse me. Yeah, let's just let's just finish the sentence. Thank you. So he says, "Hataz biyodea va'agoyin amorecha benat anal mekilim bazeh." Both the taz and amorecha benat are lenient in this case. 
when the Yid takes it out at the end of the process and puts it back in, because at Maisa, at the end of the day, it's Nikra al Shem, the Yid. The Yid did it Lishma. And he says at the end, Don't, don't uh, rebuke those who are lenient like them because they have who to rely on. So this was a Sif Tes, the Machlokes between the Rambam and the Rosh. The Rambam once again said that the Kavana from the Nanju is not going to assist in making it Lishma. The Rosh says it does assist in making it Lishma, does create the Lishma. And we explained that the Israel is Ayman al-Gaboy, he's standing over and he's assisting. And as we just explained now in the Mishnah Ruro, that the assisting process should really be in the beginning of the process, not towards the end. And of course, he should be verbalizing and saying, as we saw in the Mishnah Ruro, and telling the guy what he that what, what he should be doing and the question was we had a minute ago was what is his relationship to Nanju what's his relationship to, to this mitzvah and the answer is he has no relationship to the mitzvah but it's a situation that he is being told that he is making this animal skin and to be used for a Sefer Torah for the cloth or writing on a Sefer Torah etc. as opposed to for anything mundane uh, a belt or shoes or a handbag and the like okay we now continue with Sif Yud. Mechaber says there is no, yeah, there is a Mishnah on Sif Yud. And Mechaber says, Kishimesimin Hanikovin Bimartseya Kein Oisiyos. So the issue is like this. You want to put a hechsher on the cloth. To say that you know this cloth was made l'shma, you want to know that the cloth you're going to use to write the sefer Torah on, to write the tefillin and mezuzahs on, it was done properly. So you want to put a a stamp on it. So that, how would they do this? They would engrave a letter into a section of the cloth that they're not going to write on. And then they would cut that section off when they would finish. Finish making the the davar shebikdusha, the tefillin, whatever it might be. Says the mechaber kishemesim in the when you place it in the coven the marzeya with the marzeya, so it's a type of instrument that you make the holes with here. Kein oisios, similar to letters. Afapi shenokel lahine yehudi lezayef, even though it's very easy for the non-Jew to to uh, do this as well to mezayif to make a fake a fake sign as well. We're not concerned. We're not concerned. We're concerned. Why, why are we not concerned that the non-Jew is going to mezayif and make a fake simin? Because he knows that his boss will be able to recognize with Tvius Ayin, with his eye, that this was not the type of sign that the, the boss would make, that the Yid would make, and that it's it's forged. So therefore, since he doesn't want to lose his job, he has this mirsus, he has this fear, therefore we, we will not be concerned he's going to, uh, <coughs> excuse me, going to uh, uh, make a fake sign. 
The Mishruz says in Sivkot and Lamed Aleph in the bottom of the page that the Yid has a Tfiyas Ayin Shinasim Esimanim that he can recognize the signs that he made. Or that these Nekavim, Sheilu and Nekavim, the Nekavim, the holes that the Nanju made, were newer than his sign, his holes. Whatever the exact way, it's different, it would be different, and therefore the Nanju would be afraid to do it because he doesn't want to get caught. So he says there some say that you should make the the lettering at the top part of of the claf in the place where the claf will not be used for um, for writing for the writing of the Sefer Torah etc. And you should leave the ksav until after the tanning process is done. This way you know it's kosher. Then he says, He says, He says, Don't do like the, the Mishra brings at the end, don't do like the Shulchan Aruch says. Don't use this Martseya because he says, We are concerned of Ziyuf. He says there is a chashash of ziyuf. However, but the event, if one did use this martseya, nonetheless, it is kosher and you can rely on it. So the Mishra is bringing, don't use the martseya because of of this possibility that even though we said that the non-Jew is going to have mirsa, is going to be going to be afraid, they get caught, but Apparently, the Mishruud and later Achreinim are saying that uh, he's, he knows how to make a proper um, uh, sign, just like the Yid would do, and therefore, Lechadchila don't do it, but the Yeved, Yeshlahakil, Keshulchanarach, he can rely on the Shulchanarach as well. Now, the next two halachas in the Mechaber do not carry with it a Mishnah and we continue now, three lines down on the top of the page, where the Mechaber says as follows, Or she'ibdai shaloy l'shmoi, Shaila is like this. You have a hide, animal skin, that was not processed l'shma. Whether or not that can be fixed is discussed in Yeradeya in Simen Reish Ayin Aleph. Ayin Sham, says the Mechaber. Now what's the Shaila? The Shaila is based on the fact that if you already did something, if you already fixed, if you already fixed it, can you go ahead and fix that which is already finished? The process has been already completed. So to go back and put it into the lime when it's already a finished deal, done deal, will you be accomplishing anything by your by your putting it back in? Yud base. Yeah, me ar behema So this is a very important halacha in regards to the source of the animals where where the animal has to come from. The source of the animal where it comes from. Does the cloth have to come from a kosher animal? That's question number one. Question number two, does the cloth have to come from a kosher animal that's shechted? So the Mechaber tells us it has to come from a kosher animal. Yeah, cloth mi'ara behema 
v'chayo v'oif. Hatahoyrim. Afilum in the velo treyvashalem. However, it can come from their carcass. It can come from a treyva. It doesn't have to come from a shechted animal. But it cannot come from an animal that is tummy. It cannot come from an animal that is tummy. What's the reason for that? Because the Pasuk says, In a reference to the, the tefillin, it has to be Torah Hashem Beficha, and we darshan out, the Gemara learns out, Mimin Hamutter Leficha. The tefillin, the klaf, or any part of the tefillin, have to be call, have to come from that which is mutter ficha, that which I can put into my mouth. It's mutter from my mouth, mutter beficha. So what is mutter beficha? Has to come from a kosher animal. Doesn't mean as a shechted, but has to make sure it has to come from a kosher animal. What about a fish to hide the skin? It doesn't have hide, but the skin of fish. You process that. Can you use that? And the mechaber says no. Like me or dog, you should not make. The should not make the tefillin from the or dog. I feel who tar even if it's a tar dog, a kosher fish. Mishum dinafish zuamei has a lot of this zuama, this schmutz, this filth, and therefore zuama is usually a word. We just finished Sfir Saimer last week, so so uh, if you, those who say the tefillah after after um, the rachaman. So we dive into Hashem that we that uh, we should elevate ourselves in kedusha and tahara and, and take out the zuama. That's that's a spiritual shmutz. Here it's referring to a physical shmutz. So we could use a any kosher animal does not be shechted, but you cannot use a treif animal for the skin of the of the cloth, and you cannot use fish as well. It's Hashem. We will continue next time with Sif Yad Gimel with the halachas of the cloth still.